And here we are, episode five, with the man, the myth, the legend, three-point shooter, Ron Blevins. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, but I mean, I don't think I've ever had an intro like that. That's fantastic. <laughs> Wasn't that good? I'm trying to keep the energy. Can you do that again? You Just one more time. one time? Yeah. Here we go. Episode five. Yeah. I forgot the Sam Fouch show. Episode five, Sam Fouch show, Ron Blevins, the man, the myth, the legend, the three-point dagger shooter. There, there you go. How we doing? I like it. Doing fantastic, Sam. How you doing? Oh, best day ever. Living the dream. Glad to be here. Glad to be downtown. Um, it's a beautiful day. But yeah, let's get into it, Ron. This is uh, the cold killer of plumbing. So before we get into me, oh boy, I want to kind of know how you got started and what you do. Whoa, that was a flip. Yep. You turned the interview on me. I like it. So how I got started? Sure. Oh gosh. So I started doing podcasts um, about three years ago. Okay. Um, I started one called the Process Podcast, and my first interview was my father at Auto Appeal. I don't know if okay. you ever got a chance to witness that interview. I know why it has it's uh it's interesting because he's not a he, he's not very good at being interviewed let no. me say the least he's very um he's a quiet guy he's a very quiet yeah. guy and i was asking very awful like i asked one question i'm like well how long have you been doing window tinting? he's like or i asked him how long he's been here like but i meant uh-huh. business wise he's like he's like 48 years or something that like <laughs> he would interpret quite you'll have to see the video oh, um yeah yeah definitely gonna have to watch that one but yeah, no, I started doing that, and then I uh, was doing it just at people's place of business, bringing my equipment, and then I met Mr. Wyatt Felling at an event, and we started kicking off some stuff here. We had a podcast going for about five minutes. That was an awful idea, and then um, then I figured I want to sell real estate, so that's kind of where this sure. podcast came into fruition, figuring sure. I can uh, use it as my marketing when I am gotcha. ready to sell real estate. Gotcha. So, but I like interviewing business owners as well sure. to enhance their brand. Um, sure. So, yeah, that's uh, that was nice of you to ask about sure. me. That was a fantastic that was a mind game there. That was awesome. Yeah. Turn it back. Let me do my thing. Okay. Ron, mm-hmm. let's talk about you. How did your company come into play? How'd you even get into plumbing? So, um, you know, I was in kind of my mid 20s, um, kind of was bouncing around. You know, I was a route sales guy for a couple different companies like Unifirst, their uniform company. Um, so I was kind of in, you know, the service industry to begin with, but it just wasn't going where I wanted to go. Um, I knew I wanted more. I just didn't know what. So I came across, um, an ad in the paper and it was a plumbing company called ARS Rescue Rooter. Um, but they were looking for a dispatcher. Um, I had no dispatch experience whatsoever. Didn't know anything about plumbing or HVAC. Wow. Um, it was just one of those things where, like, hey, time, time's running out. I'm going to have to figure out. How old were you then? So I want to say I was mm, 25. Time's running out at 25? Yeah. I mean, not. <laughs> I mean, I got to figure out, you know, career-wise. What exactly. Am I doing. That makes sense. So, um, so from there, you know, I did that. I absolutely loved it. Um, dispatch for a couple years. And then the GM, the plumbing general manager, said, hey, you know, if you really want to um, kind of make some more money, you really should go to plumbing school. Okay. And, of course, you know, the, the first thoughts come in my mind that everybody else says, I don't want to be a dirty plumber. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, the butt crack hanging out. That's, that's not me. 
And, you know, I had to take into account that I really wasn't mechanically inclined. Not that I couldn't do it. Exactly. It was just one of those things where I had to really question myself, like, mm, do I really want to do this? It doesn't but, come natural. Right, so, right. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I ended up um, going to plumbing school, um, started there. That's four years of plumbing school. Um, but, um, I went out in the field and while you're in school, you can be like a plumber's helper and it's kind of, you're in the field training that you have to have to get your plumbing license. Um, I found out the first six months, you know, I was doing that. I was a dig helper mm. and in the trenches, in the trenches. Yes. So I just found out, you know, real quick that, you know, I wasn't necessarily the guy that wanted to turn the wrench off all, yes. all the time. But one thing I loved was talking to people. Mm. I, I loved the interaction um, with, um, with the people, uh, customers, and, and, you know, not just about plumbing. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just the kind of guy that, I just like to talk to anybody. It doesn't matter who it is, what it is. Um, I like to hear their story. Um, and I just caught on to something that I had a niche for. And I ended up, um, for the next 12 years for ARS, I ended up being uh, the, the um, commercial and camera sales guy Wow! for them. Um, it was just something that, you know, some people have athletic ability on the basketball court or on the football field. Me, it's my gab of mouth. Yep. I mean, that's the only thing I can say, you know. Um, plus, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, you know, um, when you can keep people safe in their homes um, by giving them good plumbing, you know, because we always, we may forget about it, but we're always going to need it. So. Every, always. Yeah. That's absolutely. The first time I met you, I always thought you would be a salesman versus, and then you told me you owned a plumbing company. Mm -hmm. I figured you probably as you explained, worked in the field and then figured, you know, I can definitely go sell this and then hire people to do yep. the job. Yep. You know, that's what a lot of people I think forget even being in the trade industry. Um, cause you know, a lot of most college graduates, whatever, afraid to get in that industry because they're afraid to do the work, but there's always going to be sales guys in those fields. Well, well, and, and it's great that you mentioned that because here's the thing about, um, you know, I have a daughter and a son who just graduated from, from high school. Yeah. And if I looked back on even me when I graduated, there is so much pressure on, oh, on, Hey, are you going to go to college? What are you going to do with the rest of your life? And man, if I could go back and, you know, this is, this is one thing that I can say, you can make a good living at a trade school. Oh. It doesn't matter if it's plumbing, HVAC or what, but that stigma that they get, like, it really, I want to see the industry change in that aspect. Yes. Because, um, you know, it, there's so much pressure coming out of high school, you know, hey, you have to go to college. Well, oh, yeah. not not everybody is made for college. No. Um, hmm. I know I wasn't, but now, now that doesn't mean that people that go to college, you, you know, aren't, aren't what, you know, are better or yeah. any worse. Yep. It's just some people can do college me i just wasn't one of those guys well i think it's when you go to college too it is great for an accountant or an engineer or a doctor in those type of niche fields sure. but there's a lot of people that go to college and they acquire degrees that aren't going to produce the roi that college brings 
Sure. And that's why I wanted to hit one last thing before we get into your business was how most of the time with a trade, they'll pay for your school. Absolutely. Typically, the company will if you already have a job. And I, to me, that's if you've looked at the college prices, it's, oh, uh, it's, pretty, oh, yeah. it's pretty expensive. And oh, and let's remember, Wyatt and I have talked about two years ago, you cannot claim bankruptcy on your student loan debt. Nope. Only thing. Cannot. So Cannot. That's, uh, and we do pay for our um, apprentices to go to school. Well, I guess let's hit on that and yeah. start off with Pristine. What? Yeah, why would a plumber want to work for Pristine Plumbing? So um, we do things a little bit different. Okay. Um, you know, in the industry, um, a, lot of, a lot of companies are 24-7. Yep. Um, they have to work on call. Um, but um, I will get into... This is something that my wife, you know, because she started the company with me, she said that she was not going to have people um, that were killing themselves working these hours and not spending time with their family. Oh, that's um, awesome. Because when I was growing up, I was there was a lot of Saturdays and a lot of weekends where I missed a lot of that family time. Yep. And, you know, with your kids growing up, it's so important to have that, that family time. Exactly. Um, so when we started it, we wanted to make sure that we had employees that didn't have to worry about on call or being out till nine, 10 o'clock at night. Um, now that doesn't mean that we have customers and something terrible happens and we don't take care of them. Jobs that have to get done. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, we always take care of our customers. Obviously that's the first priority, but if a customer calls on a Saturday and, um, we have an answering service that, that can try to schedule them for the first thing Monday. Other than that, then we tell them that we can't get out that day. That's so, awesome. So yep. you keep that mixed um, mixed balance, allowing Absolutely. your employees to not have to work like a dog, but also keeping your customers happy to an, happy to an extent. Absolutely, yes. Well, let's loop back because I just want to follow up with that sure. question because that's kind of where we were at in the, in the interview. How did Pristine Plumbing get started? Because you mentioned, and I always want to point that out to anybody who wants to start a company, how long did you work for somebody else? So um, I worked for ARS and then a couple other different companies um, um, before we started Pristine. Um, multiple so I've been, years, though. Multiple years. So, so was, I've been in the business probably 20 years. 20 years. Okay. But that was the point I wanted to hit is it takes a long time yes. to want to start your own company, and there's a lot of different aspects that come into starting a company. But, yeah, what made you want to start pristine what were the pros the cons and what kind of finally push you into it so um everybody thinks it's easy right <laughs> right yeah. start your own business it's yeah fun. yeah so um for me because i was a sales guy i i saw the numbers yes okay and sometimes that gets in the way but that's all i saw and i was like you know what it's money it's it, it's money and i'm the type of guy let's try it if not, I'll get back up and try something else. Or go back and do sales for another company. That's right. I, I mean, if it fails. Now, I did I did want to wait until my kids were older yep. so that if I didn't make it, um, you know, my kids weren't affected that much. That makes sense. So that's kind of why I waited. If not, I would have done it sooner. How would you come up with the name? So that's all the wife, you know. <laughs> I mean, she's going to... The wife runs probably, the company, as you can oh, see. Yeah. So so I wanted to name, name it some hideous name. And she's like, <laughs> no, you are not naming it that. What do you want to name it? 
Oh, man, if I say it. White Stag wanted to name that Okay. Rubber Duck, Blue Rubber Duck. So I wanted to name it Rodeo Rooter. Rodeo Rooter. And she said absolutely not. Yeehaw, Rodeo Rooter. Yeah, she was all over that. And thank God I didn't. Jeez. Pristine plumbing sounds a lot cleaner. Oh, my gosh. A lot more organized than Rodeo Rooter. I can't even count how many times <laughs> she has stopped me from making a, a, an idiotic decision. Like, And then we'll get into that later about, about how she's such a big part of this. So, And then why the pink colors? You know, um, I was just telling Wyatt um, before you came in um, that I wanted to stand out. Like, Sense. I wanted to not be like everybody else. Everybody else is blue and nobody red. has pink. Yeah. Nobody has pink. And I wanted to, you know, people driving down the road a mile away say, "Oh, that's the that's the pristine and pink." So, you know, you can't miss us. Yeah. So let's go into that. Let's pink colors. We know the company started. Mm-hmm. Now, I always like to ask from a business side, um, how did you learn to expand? Obviously, you probably started with just you in the field. How did you how, how many guys do you have working for you currently? So we have 12 people on our payroll. Okay. Um, so obviously getting to the point where we are, you got to have help. Exactly. Um, so we have got some fantastic coaches um, that have absolutely, I mean, we would probably still be in the beginning phases if it wasn't for the beginning phases, I'm talking about me and another guy, and that's it. Really? Um, they taught us so much. Um, and, you know, he said something to me when I first started with him. And, you, you know, now we say it all the time. You have to get comfortable feeling uncomfortable. Of course. And, you, you know, what that means is taking risk and doing things, you know, um, we have five brand new pro masters and, wow. and I mean, those things are 48, yeah. $50,000 plus you got to put shelves in them. Then yeah. you got to wrap them. Branding is such an important thing, yep. you know, and these are all things that of course I didn't think of, Oh yeah. you know, when you start, you, you know, you think, ah, oh, I'll just buy, I'll just buy a van for, you know, $3,000 and stick a, you know, sticker some, on it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and. That's just not the image you wanna you wanna send out. So how do you get past the point to hiring more people? And how do you manage it today? Because it, it's always interesting. Like I've interviewed Lenny Collins, and he he's got about thirty five employees for a carpet yeah. company. It's like yeah. How do you manage all of them? How do you? Do you know that? what? You learn how to trust your staff that you have. Um, I think that's real important. Um, you always make sure that you know you're training, um, and. I, I'm one of these kind of guys I like to promote from within. Yep. Um, and we are definitely growing and and hopefully hopefully doing it. So, and let's loop to this question. How do your prices compare to other plumbing companies in the industry? So, we base our prices on, on, on service, okay? okay? Um, a lot of companies out there, it, it, it's, it's let's get the the biggest price well to me if we provide the right service i mean let's face it no one wants to call a plumber no okay no (laughs) one wants to so it's my job to um kind of make the experience um not so bad yeah um but um for us we are probably we're definitely not the cheapest um 
and we are probably right in the medium range, which is where I want to be. Exactly. Um, because I know our service and our warranties are worth it. And I know the people that we hire are worth it. Um, so absolutely feel very confident in our prices and how we match up to the to the other plumbing companies in Indianapolis. So you offer good prices, competitive prices. Competitive prices, yes. Highly the, skilled labor. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, like my dad would always say, if it's wrong, you'll fix it. Absolutely. And and listen, it happens. Exactly. Uh, um, we have, you, you know, we're definitely not perfect. We have given money back, you know, to make it right. Um, we have went back on, you know, human error. Yep. I mean, it happens. Um, but the main thing is take care of the customers. So say Very you're important. in a competition or a bid with another company. What are some things that just make you win a bid or win someone's business versus another plumbing company? Don't well, mention them, but. Sure, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. So f- for for us, we get a lot of word of mouth. Okay. Um, I think it's very, very, um, very important. But also we do um, a lot of Google reviews because everything is on the Internet now. Oh, yeah. So there is no, you know, back in, you know, the, you know, early 90s, you know, where you picked up a newspaper or it was a telephone book. Everything now is Google. So the Google reviews, we take a lot of pride in that. And we have an excellent um um, company that does that does that for us. I was they about to it. say your marketing is yeah very very good, better than most plumbing companies I've seen yeah. from the website to you run Facebook and Instagram ads, yeah, and Google ads. Mm-hmm. I mean that that so who's following up with all the leads? You have a sales guy. They do it. What they do everything. DP marketing. Yeah, do, shout them out. That yes, is so yes. they follow up the leads and then yes. do they kind of just filter a hot lead to you? They they do everything. They well, can't we, close the deal, can they? No, no. But I, I mean, literally, fun. they like if a customer gives us a bad review or a good review, they respond. That's crazy. Yeah. But what about if a customer inquires about a job through Google? Do they follow so, up with that, or do you have to go? So no, like. They would just call us direct. Really? Yeah. Say there's a customer calling about, yep. and then you follow up with them. Yep. Where'd you find them at? So we are in a group. Um, I'm gonna have, go ahead and mention you, mention our uh, um, coaches. Um, okay. It is Richard and Laura Bainey. Um, okay. It's the Million Dollar Plumber. Um, really? Yeah. Um, they are fantastic. Um, but we have a group of people all over the country that they coach. And it was from one of them. Um, I forget what state it was, um, but they turned us over to them. Is it and like a Facebook group? Yes. Really? I yeah. see. I never thought business coaching was legit. I guess. Oh, it's that real? If you find, yes. I always, you know, I see them on YouTube. I would. I mean, why wouldn't you think they're more of a scam if you see a business coach? So so. I mean, no, you don't have the mic, do you? I mean, saying it's just like an NBA basketball coach true, right now. True, true. I mean, trainer. You got to yeah. have a trainer. Yeah. Everybody sense. should have a coach. I agree. I guess it's figuring out the, if That's they right. know what they're talking about. More That's or less. right. That's nuts. Business yeah. coach. I'll make a mental note for myself. Yeah. So let's move from that. What things in the community is your company giving back? So um, we are very like family, um, local owned own businesses is is so key especially what we just came through over this past oh year gosh. it was awful awful especially the restaurant business yep. you know 
they're the ones that really suffered. I agree. You know, um, and even the owners that that own these restaurants, like I feel so bad for them. You know, we were considered essential, so we got to keep working, which thank God. Um, And I think that's, you know, we probably had our best year because I feel like everybody was home. Yep, yep. So, you know, it's just kind of one of those things. But, you know, we've we've donated some things. You know, we've donated um, the City Dogs Grocery there in Speedway. Nice. Um, We partnered with them and... Like, um, if someone couldn't afford the dog's medicine or, wow. or food, we definitely, you know, donate to that. Um, me personally, I like, um, I like, I know you guys know Dan Dockage. Yep. You know, he has a radio show, but he does the um, Dockage cycles for the city. Yep. So um, he uh, basically buys him and Lee, I think that's, that's his uh, wife, they... Uh, they founded it a few years ago, and and it's for kids that can't afford a bike, wow. which is, which is pretty cool. That's very cool. Yeah. So, we've done some other things, but I hate bragging about those things. You're not bragging. You know, it's just yeah, facts. Yeah. But well, that's that's. I mean, even my dad and I, even with our own consumption of products, we try to mm-hmm. get massage. I want to go to the one in town. I don't want to order sure. stuff online. I want. I mean, yeah. keep the money in the town because it's going to come float right back to you. Yeah. Sense, especially if you're an entrepreneur. Well, let's swing from that. How was business during COVID? How did you adapt? What were the, you know? For us, we were busier. Really? Yes. You we didn't were, have, did your guys have to, like, wear masks and stuff while they worked? Or? Yeah. Um, obviously, you got to protect the community. And, and it was one of those things where, you know, do you feel comfortable? Do you want us to wear a mask? Makes totally sense. up to the customer. Exactly. Um, but we were definitely prepared for anything like that. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, let me, do you do mostly residential or commercial or like, I guess that's a good point. We do like commercial. Most of it's residential. Um, We do not like to do a lot of new construction. Okay. Um, There's just too many things that go into it, change orders and things like that. That makes sense. You know. Material. um, Yeah. My my main focus is I want the customer experience from pristine to be the top notch. Yeah. So um, I want to take pride in that and... And knowing that, you know, that we took care of you the best we can, and now you're better off. Well, and then we leave. you treat them right the first time. They're not only going to be a repeat customer, but you're going to get referrals right. to all their friends and family. That's right. Brand and reputation is everything. Absolutely. How have you kept a brand and reputation at scale? What has been your kind of tactics? So, um, you know, I have meetings with my technicians all the time. Nice. We don't park in the driveway. Nice. What if there's oil yep. that hits on the driveway? We sense. always wear booties. You know, we, uh, you know, if we're jackhammering a floor or going up and down the stairs, changing a water heater, we're going to put this queen down. Nice. Um, you know, and accidents happen. True. And. If we stain the carpet, guess what? I'm going to call a company to come out and professionally clean it for you. Yep, yep. You know, I'm going to make it right. You're going to so. figure it out. And, and the little things, that's what amounts to a sure. a customer at all times. I mean, even just not even parking in the driveway. But sure. my grandpa would freak out if you had an oil stain from parking oh, in yeah. the driveway. Oh, so yeah. That's, uh, that's awesome. I, I don't know if many plumbing companies tend to reach that far out to the sky. Yeah. So let's uh, loop back around. What has been the biggest lessons you've learned about opening your own business? Oh, Probably a thousand. Man. There's there's a thousand. So for me, um, you know, I came in it to it. So I'm a seven. So 
a seven on the Enneagram is let's do it. Let's do fun. Let's <laughs> let's not worry about the consequences. Now, no. my wife, she is she is a five. So she's like, now, wait a second. Let's look at all these and let's really make a decision. Yep. Right. Yep. So for me, it was learning how to manage uh, people because everybody's different. Everybody has a drive yep. in them. Um, it's just you got to figure out what drives people. True. Um, is it money? Is it spending time with the kids? Yep. Is it, is it um, you know, hey, look at my plumbing job that I did. Look how nice and neat it is. Yep. So for me, it was figuring out what, what uh, makes them happy. Yep. Because I feel like if they're happy, they won't want to go anywhere else. Yep. They want to stay here. I want... I want employees that want to stay here for a long time. Loyalty. Absolutely. Well, then you can accountability as well. They'll actually show up to work every single day. That's exactly right. That's a very interesting point at how you mentioned. So what do you try to look for different kind of sparks in them more or less? Absolutely. Do love to see their job be done. Maybe you call them and say, man, that job looked great or just different tactics like that. Absolutely. Because in the service industry, obviously we know, it's you got to get a job, right? Sure. You have to find the job. You have to bid it. You have to quote it correctly. But then it comes down to literally keeping employees happy and making sure they're doing the job correctly. Absolutely. How did you acquire that skill of management over employees? You know, uh, like for me, I had some really good bosses. Really? Um, okay. So you got to learn from really them. good bosses. And then our coaches that, you know, we've had for the last couple of years have been fantastic. You know, the managers that I had at ARS, you know, Bruce Mayer, Tim Holton, and those guys, I mean, uh, they showed me a lot. So, so that's definitely one thing of pristine plumbing is you try to make your employees feel at home. Absolutely. So they want to stay. Absolutely. What are kind of what other kind of incentives do you try to offer for your employees besides the not working like a dog type? Mm-hmm. We uh, obviously um, I have new trucks yep. that are fully stocked, so it's ready available. You know, whatever part they need. Um, nice. Now that doesn't mean sometimes they have to go to the parts store and get some. Of course, for the job, um, right? Um, we have clean uniforms. Uh, we pay for those. We uh, pay for them to have them cleaned every week. All they got to do is bring them in. Um, <clears throat> the hours, I think, are the biggest thing, especially in the industry, for and sure. the weekends off. Yep. It's a really big deal. Yep. Plus, it kind of shows that, um, you know, we not only, like, you go to a corporation, and it feels like you're a number almost. Yes. Yep. And I like that feeling of, hey, I'm not just a number. I am important. That's right. And I, I have, I've heard from a lot of plumbing owners or employees that they will work weekends, they will sure. be on call, and the, the, it's like you could say you're off work, but you're really not. And I yeah. think that's a, I mean, that would be tough. That yeah. would be really, really, really tough. So before we get into, this will probably be a 10-minute segment where we talk about you and your wife owning the business. Sure. I did want to talk about how, what is kind of the next steps for pristine plumbing? What are your next kind of in your mind where you want to go? Do you want to increase employees? Do you want to downscale? What is your kind of plan? Well, definitely not downscale. <laughs> That's good. We, <laughs> we, we, uh, we are going to con- continue to grow. Yep. Um, we are um, full speed ahead. You know, my coach always says fall forward. Yep. You know, I mean, if something happens, then we'll figure it out as it would go. But I can tell you right now, pristine plumbing is going to be around for a long time in Indianapolis. Say yes, figure it out later? Yes. Are you going to try to stick with the jobs you're at, or are you trying to 
going to try to get bigger jobs and hire more employees? Um, I don't know about bigger jobs, but I want the word out that Pristine Plumbing is who we are. We are a company that is a a customer-first basis. Yep. Um, Knowing, you know, when somebody says Pristine Plumbing, I want them to know that, hey, they're going to take care of us. Exactly. That's the most important thing to me is the customer. Yeah, I mean, like we said earlier, it's all about reputation and brand. Absolutely. And if the customer puts a bad name out there for you, it's not, especially in today's world. I think that's a big mm-hmm. thing is social media can be such a great thing for a business, but it can also be its downfall at the same at the, yeah. at the same time. Yeah, definitely. Let, let's get into the biggest talking point of the interview. Sure. Uh, what's it like owning a business with your, your wife? Miss Angel, man, that that question right there has <laughs> so many terms to it. I can tell you this much: it's challenging at times, yes. um, but it, it has been an eye opener for me yes. um, because it's probably made our relationship stronger. Really. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, now, if you'd have told me that the first year, <laughs> no, no. Um, you, you know, when you're around each other 24-7, yeah. you know, men and women have different, um, we're just different people. Exactly. Um, you know, women tend to um, have emotions yes. behind everything. Yes. And men do too, um, but it's just a different it's just a different thought process, I think. Exactly. Um, you know, that's the other thing about our coaches. You, you, you know, they've actually have helped us in our marriage. Really? Along with the business. Yeah. So that's, that's a double whammy great. right yeah, there. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, um, what's great about my wife, Angel, is she has just as much um, experience in the business as I do. Really? So she, yeah, when she was 18 years old, she was the call center manager at Roto-Rooter. Oh, so, that helps. Yeah, that helps yeah. a lot. So, yeah. And then um, how I met her was a great story. We yeah. met at ARS. Um, she, was a, she applied for a call center rep. And then this is a true story. <laughs> I swear <laughs> you can call Angie Daniels and ask her. The oh. first time I saw her, I told the dispatcher I was going to marry her. That's nuts. I swear, you, you can ask her. I swear. That's something you hear out of a movie there. Uh, true story. And of course, she told me I was crazy. Oh, yeah. 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 So, crazy little story there. But yeah, uh, um, like if you were to call in the office and she were to answer the phone, she can tell you, you know, well, which drain is leaking? Is it just one toilet? Is it two toilets? Um, does the faucet leaking? What kind of water heater do you have? Is it a 40 or a 50 gallon? Where is it located? Like she knows all these things. Wow. So that that part of it, you know, um, she she just, you know, did it. Not to mention while I was um, working for ARS and the other plumbing companies, she left and she went to nursing school and she's a nurse huh. too. So. She do that as well? Yeah. She does both? Yep. How does she do that? I mean, she's 
mainly with the business now, but yeah. she is a registered nurse. Absolutely. That's crazy. Graduated and everything, yes. So what are her typical day-to-day activities? So she does all the stuff that, one, I don't want to do. Yeah, I figured, can't do. I figured So that. she she does all the accounting. Yep. I mean, the insurance, the licenses. Gosh, it makes her stomach hurt it, thinking about it. Yeah, they're, they're – and see – that is one aspect of Detail. where we, yeah, yep. where we struggled with. Yep. Because I'm like, whatever, you don't have to do any. And man, I, yeah. One day she goes, no, this is what I have to do on a daily, and I'm like, my gosh, that makes you know? sense. So I know all yeah. about that. I, you can, as an entrepreneur, you do all these things, juggle all these things. You obviously bring the money in, as you know, mm-hmm. as a business owner, but. I think that's what people lose sight of is, well, now you have to have accounting so you don't get burned by the government. That's right. You have to have insurance for all these trucks, all mm-hmm. these people, all your business, all your cars, everything. Yep. And and, and then the taxes, like you oh, get man. taxed on your employee. It's, it's, it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It is. I don't think anybody registers that before becoming a business owner. I know I didn't. No. You know, now she tried to tell me, she's like... <laughs> She sat me down, you know, before we did this. Do you realize that we've got to do this, this? And I'm like, yeah, so what? It's easy. No, it's not. No. How like, did she learn all the accounting? Do you hire an accountant? Man, I, yes, we, we did hire an account, but she she didn't know anything. She is literally the smartest woman I think I've ever known. That's, like, that's going to be a piece she has of a photogra- <laughs> She has a photographic memory. She remembers wow. anything, you know. Me, if you tell me... You know what it is. Two seconds ago, I'll forget it. Yeah. You know. So that's such an asset for you. Absolutely. For you know, Pristine wouldn't be here if if she hadn't done the work on the inside that I couldn't do, nor yeah. do I want to do. Because it gives you a whole plate that you can dish off. Now, a big plate. Now, as good as she is in talking to people, she's an introvert, man. Really? So she doesn't so like. Yeah. So, so she doesn't quote jobs. She's right, not out in the field. Right. Putting the smile on. Putting That's the, right. the Ron. Don't don't let this guy fool you, man. He's got charisma. <laughs> he does. He comes in the room and he lights everybody up. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's kind of like we we're a good team because we're opposite in that way. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's like well Cam Harris and I. Yeah. You know, he's uh he's quiet in there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He he runs all, say we're doing marketing together. He runs all the ads mm-hmm. and then I'm the guy in the the face of it, showing my face, selling to people, talking yep. to customers, and then I dish it to him and he actually does the work. Yeah, uh, I totally see that though. It's it's a total that's cuz he, and he's very just like you mentioned, not saying, you know, Cam's obviously not a girl, but right. he's very detailed too. Yes. I yes. I'm not great with excel i'm not good with keeping track of everything and that man's got all these little systems where it's like i don't know how he does it yeah but he's also not able to go and speak in front of people right. or, or he can i shouldn't say that but he's yeah. not as that's not his talented. favorite thing to do doesn't come natural mm-hmm. no absolutely so yeah um so we talked about owning the business with your wife so what's um is she gonna continue working for pristine or? oh absolutely yeah she's i, I mean she is she is in it. Um, she's in there every day. You know, we uh, we definitely want to grow. We want to um, we want to add people. Yep. Speaking of that, if anybody's interested, um, point please uh, please get on our website, Pristine Plumbing, fill out the application. Be happy to talk to you about a career possibility. What I kind of perceive going forward, because to me the industry is is um, they're getting to where the guys that the older guys are retiring. Oh yeah. And we don't, you know, in the industry, we're not having kids come out of high school and realizing what options they have. Nope. 
And that's what I want to tell, you, you know, anybody who's listening. You can make a good living yeah. getting in the plumbing industry or a trade. Um, you don't have to automatically go to college yeah. and, and you know, do those things. Um, and, you know, it's okay to even take a year off. Oh, my gosh. You know, I would suggest that, you yep. know, just watching, you know, our kids, you know, struggle yep. with that that first year after high school. So literally, I hope this narrative gets changed. Well, I shouldn't say I hope it's going to have to because there will be a shortage on labor of in the trade. Absolutely. Industry. So many people, as you mentioned, are retiring. This is a big topic I love to talk about because even in my senior year, which I'm I'll be honest, I'm not made to do a trade. I'm sales and marketing. Sure. That's my asset. But I could. Mm-hmm. Well, I've tried electrical. I fell through a roof. Different different day, different topic. But. <laughs> Hold on. You Go want me to talk about it? Okay. I was working. I worked a, this is when I figured out I will not be an electrician. I was working electrician for a summer mm-hmm. and I didn't have the, my common sense is getting better. It's not the greatest. I'll admit it to you. I didn't know of the roof of a building or a house. We were in the house mm-hmm. that, cause in my house at my parents' home, we have like the, the wood going all the way across where you can walk. Just this didn't, they have the little beams Mm-hmm. So you have to know where those are at. If not, you'll fall through. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I yeah. got right off. Bang. Fell right through. Cut up my leg. Fell almost down from the attic to the ground. I hit the uh, fridge and then hit the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I had I had so much adrenaline g- going on up here on my thigh here. Uh-huh. I probably had a gash probably that big. And I didn't even know it happened until we were at Lowe's. Oh. I'm like, why is my leg so hot right now? Why is it so? And I pull up, just blood pouring. Oh, that yeah. hurt. Oh, oh, man. It was oh. It was a day. I mean, I oh, fell man. through a, a, a ceiling, you know. Oh, it's one of those where you're like, maybe this isn't me. Oh, man. <laughs> maybe I should go sell something. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I had that aha moment. I was... Ooh. I was, you know, in my six months when I was training, I was in the field. Ken Marks, <laughs> if you're out there, I know you're laughing, but <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and tell you this story. So so I get a call, and it was probably 1 o'clock at night. Oh Once boy. again, I was on call. Oh, yeah. 1 in the morning? So 1 in the morning. Yep. I go to, I mean, it's not the nicest area in the neighborhood, which is fine. You know, you know I don't have a problem with that. So I get in there, and they have... Um, a main line that's clogged. Well, gotcha. that means their sewers lines clogged. So I have to go in the basement with this 1065 machine, which that is a machine to clean the drain. Well, this machine is 360 pounds. Wow. Right? So, so you have to tilt it and then go down the stairs with it. Well, I start to go down the first step and the stairs broke. Oh, my gosh. So me being Ron... I didn't want to ruin, so I tried to grab it. The 360-pound machine. From falling, and of course, you know, I fell with it all the way down the stairs. Oh, my gosh. So that was my moment. So you should have let it just go. I should have just let it go. How much pain did you? Uh, um, man, my shoulder, like, I mean, it was nothing that I didn't get cut or anything, you can see, but That's my, shoulder, my shoulder hurt for at least a month. Um, Gosh. But I just remember calling Ken Marks, and he just stood down there, and he laughed so hard. <laughs> like, he's still laughing at that. But, oh, yeah, that was my aha moment. You know, let's let's stick to talking to people. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where our, our strong suits are. Definitely. But just to loop up where I was at, but, yeah, I want to hit this point because I'm very passionate about it. I know mm-hmm. why it is, too, is just 
when I was in high school, my senior year, it's like if you even thought about not going to college, you were yep. a loser. Yeah. You yeah. were not. Even from your peers. It doesn't have to be peers, from your parents. parents. Yeah. So many parents out there didn't go to school and are highly successful, yeah. but they want to push down their child's yeah. throat. And like you mentioned, I went to Ivy Tech for two years, got an associate's degree, and still had no clue what the heck I was good at. Then I took a year off, worked for my dad at Auto Appeal, mm -hmm. understood that I liked marketing, started posting on social media, understood that I liked talking to customers, and mm -hmm. then I came back, acquired the business. It's just, I didn't know shit. Yeah, and I shouldn't I love cuss, it. I'll bleep it out, but yeah. I really didn't know yeah. anything. Yeah. Not a dang thing until yeah. I actually worked a real job. Yep. So yeah, that's a big point. You know, If you are a person coming out of high school, please look into the trade industry because it is getting more and more needed labor. Do you know... I want to take it a step further, though, okay? And here's why I say this. So my opinion, we need to focus on the women yes. getting into the industry. Yes, I agree. Because, listen, women are more detailed. Oh, way more detailed. They're neater. Communicate better. They're a lot, like, they want, like, I know my wife is this way. You know, I'm the type of guy that just, okay, I want to cut the pipe here. And, <laughs> yeah. But, be done with it. No, they want to make it look nice. Yep. So I just feel like that women can do exactly what we're doing in the industry and they can probably do it better. That's a big point there. You don't hear that talked about much. Yeah. Do we, you have it or do you We see actually are speaking with Brownsburg High School nice. about um, sponsoring a senior um, to um, to um, send them to school for, for free or you know, whatever trade they want to get into. Wow. I think it's very important. That's a massive thing. Yeah. That That is the biggest point there on that question about yeah. giving back to the community. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Huh. That's a, I want to see more of that. How do we Absolutely. get more business owners in the trades to do yeah. that? What's the yeah. solution there? You know, um, um, I think a lot of them do it. You just don't hear about it. True. You know. I still um, think the schools could do a lot more effort. Well, schools are pushing to go to college. Yes. Not not to trade school. Why is that? Debt? Debt and then know. the banks make money off the debt? And then you wonder if the colleges are in on it? Yeah. I think about it every day. Yeah. Because if, I know. if the colleges are, well, let's not get into this yeah. conspiracy. Yeah. I don't think it's conspiracy, yeah. but let's wrap it up though. Yeah. I do want to hit that. If you want to loop back, uh, give a shout out to the hiring point at Pristine. Yeah. Where they um, can find you yeah, online. Um, you can find us online. We're on Facebook. Um, it's uh, Pristine Plumbing. Um, we're out of uh, Indianapolis on the west side of Indianapolis. We're right off of uh, Morris and uh, Girls School there. Uh, that's where our shop is. And, um, you know, give us a shout out. There's a, an application you can fill out online. Uh, we're looking for experienced plumbers or maybe a plumber that has a little bit of experience that maybe needs some more. Is it? On the website where they filled yeah. up, and we'll have a little thing that pops up. It'll yep. it's pristineplumbing.com. Yep, pristineplumbing.com. You click the link. I imagine it's a now hiring. Mm -hmm. Fill out the application. Mm -hmm. Good to go. Um, you're on everything else, social media wise. You yes. also have the website. You have Facebook, Instagram. Yes. Um, just pristine plumbing, and this is Ron Blevins as well. Um, and then myself, Sam Fouch Show, Sam Fouch. I'm on every platform available. Um, but yeah, that's a wrap. Ron, yeah. appreciate your time. Hey, Sam, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate everything. No Thank problem. you so much. That's it. All right. Done.